our mission as a company. We really need people that have a passion. We are looking for a business development and marketing Again, you know, what I'm really looking for is somebody who can join our team who is really passionate about technology. Welcome back, podcast listeners. You're listening to the My Career Fit Podcast. My name is Gordon Collier, and I am the host of the podcast where we interview top employers about their career opportunities, but what it's like to work there so that you can find the best possible career fit. Professionals like yourself aren't just looking for jobs, you're looking for a great career and an employer whose mission, vision, and values line up with yours. Make sure you're subscribing to this podcast wherever you're listening to podcasts, and make sure that you're following us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for the latest job postings. So today, we are launching our weekly episode where we answer your questions regarding the job search. We've been soliciting questions now for over a week from subscribers on LinkedIn and social media regarding the job search, and this weekly special episode will drop every Wednesday in the afternoon, so make sure you're following so that you get the top tips. So today's question is around how to negotiate a higher starting salary. This actually is perfect timing because the nation's adult report came out yesterday. That stands for Job Openings and Labor Turnover Survey. Uh, That survey found that there were 7.14 million job openings in the U.S. in August alone. That is a record since the Labor Department started keeping track back in 2000. Uh, What else uh, should you know from this? Well, the quit rates, yes, that is a thing. Hey, listen, I quit. uh, Stayed unchanged at a strong 2.4%. That means workers are confident that if they leave one job, they'll be able to find another. Uh, Here's why. There are now a record 902,000 more job openings than unemployed workers. What's staggering is that there has only been a measly 2.8 increase in pay around the country. You would think that employers would be paying more to hire the best talent, but they're not. So what that means is that when you are in the position of taking a new job, you may need to negotiate for a higher starting salary. Show me the money. So the fact is that you have the greatest negotiating power during this short window of time between being offered a job and agreeing to it. Uh, because of the statistics I just gave you. There are not enough people to do the work. Um, And so employers uh, are simply going to have to do what they need to do in order to get the right people in the right jobs. Um, So think about it this way. The hiring manager has already tipped uh, their hand. Uh, Maybe it's the recruiter or the office manager or the HR person. But they've already tipped their hand by letting you know that they want to bring you on board. Hey, we'd like to hire you. The team has uh, invested time, resources in the interview process, and they have come to some kind of consensus on hiring you. Um, And they are uh, looking forward to sealing the deal with you and putting you right to work. Um, This is the perfect time to talk about salary, my friends. If you are actively pursuing, looking for, researching, doing the work to find another job or another career or looking to move your career uh, a step up from where you're at now, you need to do the research right now. Hmm, I wonder how much money I can make. To determine what you're worth based on your experience, your skills, how long you've been in the job. Certainly think about uh, whether or not you are willing to take a lateral move in compensation, if at all. You know, if you are simply looking to gain new skills or additional skills that you don't have, 
you may need to simply take a lateral move in order to gain those additional skill sets. But if you have uh, all the skills plus a little bit more um, and you are taking the next step up or uh, maybe even taking a lateral role, then you probably may need to think about being prepared to negotiate salary. So so how do you go about negotiating a salary that reflects what you're worth? Well, the first step is to arm yourself with all of the market data that you can get your hands on on average salaries for your position, uh, keeping in mind that obviously certain parts of the country are going to pay more than others. I'm in Richmond, Virginia. It would be absolutely inappropriate for me to ask for a salary uh, that is not in line with what is typically paid for um, around this area. If I'm, if I'm asking for a salary that's more in line with New York City, I'm way off. Um, you can look for these types of things online, certainly salary.com, payscale.com, Glassdoor. There's a ton of places that you can look for this kind of stuff. But two things that you need to keep in mind is uh, when you and I are looking for a job, we typically think about salary and compensation in terms of cost of living. What organizations think about in, when they're determining how much they're going to pay uh, in a particular role based on a certain level of experience, they're thinking about a variety of things, right? They've already got a team that is being paid a certain amount. They have to keep that in mind because they need to be fair and equitable to the current people who are in place, regardless of how much time they've been at the company or in that role. They have to keep that in mind. They also are thinking about uh, cost of benefits, cost of labor. So while the cost of labor refers to the sum of, of all wages paid to employees, it should not be confused with cost of living. Cost of living obviously is the cost needed to maintain a certain standard of living. Uh, the next thing that you need to think about is factoring in your own level of experience, um, any unique attributes that you bring to the table. Um, it's possible that as a highly valued candidate, uh, you could command even more possibly than the market average. And then of course, finally, uh, you need to build in a small cushion of cash that goes slightly above the actual number that you want. So that, you know, if they offer less than what you're asking for, you are still in a position where you can walk away happy with the results. Um, so let's jump in to the conversation, all right? So let's pretend uh, you just got an offer um, and um, let's pretend that, um, you know, let's say maybe you are making 50 all right, and uh, they make you an offer for 53000 Hi there, we're really excited about you joining our company. We'd like to offer you a starting salary of $53,000. So they come to you and they offer you the starting salary of 53000 You know, based on your research, that the offer is a little bit lower uh, than market, and you know that you are worth more than that, all right? So you could say something like, Hey, uh, that's awesome. I'm very excited about the position. I know I'd be the right fit for the team. I'm also super excited about the offer and knowing that I'll bring a lot of value to the table based on my experience um, that we talked about during the interviews. I'm wondering if we could, you know, maybe explore a slightly higher starting salary of sixty thousand. Uh, my market research has showed me that you know this is sort of the industry average for this area, and I'm confident that I could do the job and add a lot of value. All right, so you've made your you've made your case. Um, the recruiter or the hiring manager or the office manager, or the HR person comes back and says, well, um, I appreciate all that. We're super excited about having you on too, but the job's been budgeted at 53000 Ooh, so sorry. I can't meet your expectations. Now, this is where, in my experience, and I've been on that side of the fence, this is where a lot of folks actually fold in the conversation. Because in their mind, they're thinking, oh, this is budget, this is policy, this is some sort of, you know, 
maybe regulation or something. I'm not going to be able to push any farther forward. It's set in stone. This is all I'm going to get. But this is not where you should fold. You know, certainly you can be grateful to have any offer, but you don't want to fold. The conversation is not over. Uh, Don't be one of those folks that folds. Continue uh, trying to push for the salary that you know you're worth. Now, obviously, you don't want to be rude or inappropriate or a jerk. Dude, that totally sucks. I'm worth so much more than that. But you could say something like this. Hey, I totally understand uh, budgeting issues. I want to be as flexible as possible to work with your team. I'm really excited about joining your group, and I'd like to really explore whether 60000 is doable uh, given my experience and skill set. Another tactic that you can use is silence. Just adding a little bit of silence in the conversation can create some opportunity for that person to think about what they just mentioned to you or what they just told you. Now, it, it may be uncomfortable waiting to see what happens next, but you know if the manager puts a final nail in the coffin and says, hey, I'm sorry, but this is the final offer, then at least you know that you tried. But it's likely that you might hear something more along the lines of, Okay, well, you know, I'm not sure whether this is going to work with our budget, but let me look into it. You know, I can get back to you with my answer by tomorrow. So stay calm, cool, be confident, um, and you can reply with something like, hey, that's awesome. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your help with that. And then, unfortunately, you do have to kind of wait on pins and needles uh, to see what happens next. It's quite possible that uh, you'll find out the next day that the hiring manager went back to HR, received approval uh, to get uh, something uh, maybe a little bit in the middle. Right, so you were shooting for sixty, uh, but maybe they're going to come down a little bit. But they're you're still going to end up with a little bit more than what you got. So they make they come back to you with like, "Hey, uh, I was able to get approval for a starting salary of fifty six, given how much we want you on the team." So not a bad result if that's the case. If you've kind of followed this process, that's not too bad because you were hoping for sixty. They made you an offer of fifty three. 60 had the cushion built in, you've ended up with 56 more than what you wanted. So not not a bad situation to put yourself in. Um, at that point, you know, since you built in that cushion, um, you, you, you've done the job. You got a little bit more than what um, you had expected and a little closer to what you believe you're, you're really worth. And then, of course, on top of that, um, as I mentioned earlier, there may be bonus and some additional benefits, PTO, that kind of stuff. But as far as salary is concerned, uh, you know, build in that cushion, uh, give yourself a little bit of wiggle room. Don't fold in that initial phase of the conversation. You can push a little bit and see if you can get a little bit more than what was offered. So uh, keep in mind uh, that, you know, we are continually trying to update the podcast with new jobs, new employers to get more information out there so that you can find the best fit for yourself as you pursue your career.